0: the whole time isn't gonna be you going, yeah, this is great, this is all working out. Like it's, like Janine said, you're gonna a lot of times think, why am I doing this? This seems so pointless, it seems like a waste, but you really just, you have to be able to push past that. And it's so much easier said than done, but you have to just be able to go, yeah, I don't wanna do this right now, or I don't think this is gonna be worth it right now. But if if you have it in your head that it will be worth it in the future, then
1: that'll really help you get through anything. Hello and welcome back to the LA Virtual Reality Podcast, the weekly student-run show where we amplify student voice throughout our virtual learning, or what has become our virtual reality. Today on the show, we have two very special guests, Janine Briggs and Kate Jennings, juniors at Marshall Fundamental High School, and lifelong friends who, throughout quarantine, have also become co-founders of the new hip clothing brand, Ule. We talk about getting your musical cancelled, the parallels of STEM and fashion, the impact of the arts and connection, and how they've been faring throughout our virtual reality. It's sure to be an awesome episode, so stay tuned. I am your host for this interview today, but first, let's join Christine and your weekly news update. In census news, the Supreme Court granted the Trump administration's request to halt the census counts before the deadline. Meanwhile, the lower court and the Trump administration will battle on deciding whether the counts can be stopped earlier than expected.
2: Now for LUSD news, Superintendent Butner has claimed that the Grab and Go Center's have recently supplied 68 million meals. Grab and go food centers provide meals for students who are no longer receiving a free meal from school due to the transition to virtual learning. There are 60 locations in Los Angeles County, and to look for the center near you, just search up, find a grab and go food center. The superintendent also stated that the company that is providing COVID testing is also working on adding testing for seasonal flu. This is expected to take place later this year. HealthNet will be providing free vaccinations for students and family members during flu season at certain schools. So make sure you call your local LEOSD school and ask if they are providing that.
1: In tech news, the iPhone Twelve came out on Monday, but there isn't much. But there isn't much new about it. Christine. Did you hear that they took the charging box and the earphones out of it? What? It doesn't come anymore.
2: Oh my god, that is such a steal. So they're going to make us pay more for that? So there's one, like, like we have to pay one for the phone and then more for, like, the charging box and the earphones? Is that what they're planning on doing?
1: Both the charging box and the earphones are individually $20 each. So if you want the things that would would have already come with the phone, you're going to need to pay another $40. In order to get that.
2: Oh my god. Apple really do be out here cheating us like this.
1: It's interesting though. Because they said that they wanted. That the reason they're doing it. Is because of like environmental reasons.
2: I do not buy that for a second.
1: Their kind of reasoning is that. Like a lot of people who are getting new iPhones now. Already have like charging bricks and earphones. And they're like we don't want to create more e-waste. But here's the thing. I understand for people who already have iPhones, but what about for someone like me? Who doesn't? Who would have to go and, and get another, like literally pay another $40 for what would have come free. And here's the thing. It's not just for the new iPhone that they're doing this. They're also going through all of the other iPhones, like the iPhone 11, the iPhone 10R, and they're also not including them in those boxes either.
2: Oh, wow. So they're doing it to all iPhones now.
1: Yeah, they're saying it's like an environmental thing, but they're not even adding it like as an option. Like if you maybe if if it's maybe your first iPhone, so I don't know. It sounds to me like they're coming from a from a bad place, but like trying to make it seem like it's a it's a good intention. Like, I, I feel like it's a kind of a double-edged sword.
2: I think they're just trying to get more money from their
1: customers. <laughs> they have like a goal of being carbon neutral by twenty thirty. So. I commend them for that. Amazon has the the same goal, but they have, they're aiming for 2050. So, I mean, at least Apple is speeding up the process. Yeah. And now for gospel. Gospel is a new segment that we're trying out this week. Uh, Gospel literally translates to good news. So each week we're going to try to have, so each week we're going to try to have a good news from just In general but also Christine and I are gonna each bring a piece of good news. For my good news, yesterday I made myself a bowl of ramen. Hold on, not just any bowl of instant ramen. I added like a a little bit of, of peanut butter, a little bit of sriracha sauce to it, I added an egg, added some cilantro sprinkled on top. This was not just any instant ramen. It was my instant ramen and it was delicious. And it was amazing. And it made me very happy. So that's my good news. What about your good news, Christine?
2: Oh my God, before I get into my good news, I just want to say that sounds so good. I could use a nice bowl of ramen right now, but like my family is like huge organic eaters. Um, and there aren't <laughs> many like good organic ramen options that I've found yet. So I'm stuck with salad for now, which is fine. I love Darn. I love salad. It's It's all good, but you know, could use a nice bowl of like good, cheap, but also excellent tasting ramen. Anyways, back to my good news. It's my turn. Some good news this week is that tonight, on the day that we're recording this, I plan on staying up binge watching my favorite Netflix show, which is Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. If you have any Marvel fans listening to this podcast, you would know how good Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is. If you have not watched it yet, please watch it. It's amazing. So yeah, I'm looking forward to having some time to myself and
3: binge-watching that.
1: That's awesome. A a great end to a long week. You know it. And that concludes our news. Next, our student interview. Janine Briggs and Kate Jennings Juniors at Marshall Fundamental High School and lifelong friends who, throughout quarantine, have also become co-founders of the new hip clothing brand, Ule. Among many other skills, they are artists, innovators, and designers. So how's their virtual reality going so far? Well, let's find out as we welcome them onto the Virtual Reality Podcast. Both of you are juniors at Marshall High School. However, last year, Uh, You were still in your, in the, I would say, the the best part of your sophomore year, right when quarantine happened. What were some Mm -hmm. things that maybe you were hoping to accomplish your sophomore year that because of Corona, you weren't able to?
0: Well, uh, for one, our uh, spring musical was supposed to happen like the day that school was canceled or the day before school was canceled was supposed to be our opening night. And that did not get to happen because of COVID-19. Uh, so That was super disappointing for both of us. We were both in it. Um, and we were hoping maybe that it could happen, like, because originally when school was canceled, the plan was we were going to be out for, I think, two or three weeks. And then we'd come back. So we were like, okay, right. we'll get to do this. Like, when we come back, it'll just be postponed. And then it was like, okay, it was taking a little longer. It'll be a couple months from now. And then it was like, okay, maybe we'll do it like fall of next year. And mm. at this point, we're like, yeah, it's definitely not going to happen. So that's been super disappointing.
1: Yeah, the roller coaster of a, of a drama student during during quarantine. Same for me. I was, I was in rent at my school. And that's so interesting that yours was like a week, or you said like a day before the last day of school. Mine was like one week after. So it was still a little bit like, oh, I I guess it's fine, like, well, it's fine, but, like, were you guys, like, ready to go and it kind of just happened? Oh, yeah,
3: tell me if I'm wrong, Kate, but I think it was the dress rehearsal, like, the night before, and we were rehearsing, or maybe the day before, and we were rehearsing, and our principal came in and said, you know, we have to talk to you, and we all sat down on the stage, and he said, "Um, I don't think we're going to be able to do the show because the district um, is shutting down any gatherings larger than whatever number um Mm. and that was obviously super shocking and super disappointing also because my grandparents from um from the netherlands had come all the way to see me in the show um for the first time because i've done other musicals and um like have done yeah i've done other musicals that they haven't been able to see since they live so far away and this was the first one they'd be able to see um, and I was very upset because I didn't know if they'd ever be able to see it. Um, but then they did come in to the dress rehearsal and that just ended up being, um, the last show we did.
1: Oh, that's great. But they were able to see it at the dress rehearsal. They
3: did see it. Yes. they got. Oh, to that's, it.
1: that's so awesome. Yeah. At my school, we kind of went through a similar thing. We were uh, so excited because, well, the year before we had done the musical Hairspray, and it was such a big hit. It was amazing. The director was amazing. the The cast was amazing. It was a cast of almost fifty people. But when I tell you that that show could have been on Broadway, um, it was so awesome. So this year we were like, "How are we gonna? How are we gonna one up it? Like, how are we gonna uh, go and actually make it better?" Um, and so when we heard that it was Rent, we were super excited because we were like, "Rent! That was like a a revolutionary musical," um, and yeah kind of the the same thing happened we were so excited we were telling our our family to come over people had bought tickets already and just that that roller coaster of just emotions was was crazy um Mm -hmm. how did your how did your cast respond uh, after they realized that they might not actually happen at all
3: yeah I think uh we were really upset for maybe like maybe a week, and then we started to accept it more and more. Um, and then we did end up making a little video talking about, you know, how much we love the show, how much we miss everybody, um, kind of to provide some closure um, that we wouldn't get to have, you know, at a closing night or going to the ice cream shop after closing night. So it was a nice way to wrap, to wrap things up.
1: Well, at least you were able to have that. That sounds awesome. I'm curious, though, how... So, Kate and Janine, both of you go to a school that's kind of known for its artistic interdisciplinary training. Uh, How did that kind of come into play during quarantine for both of you?
0: Well, I took an art class over the summer in preparation for this AP art class I'm taking this year. Uh, I because I've been like drawing and doing art pretty much my whole life, but I've never taken an actual class. So I figured before I go into an a p setting I should probably have some sort of like classroom experience before that, so I did that uh a little bit over the summer. It wasn't the whole summer, and you know it was all online, of course um, but I started this project uh a month two months ago, maybe where um I have been like drawing all of my friends, and it's taken a lot longer than expected, but it's been keeping me very occupied when I get bored, I just sit down and I pull out one of them and I go through that. And it's actually been really fun and kind of therapeutic in a way.
1: How are your friends responding to it?
0: Um, They all seem to really like it. I uh, just kind of posted something and texted a couple of people like, Hey, would you let me draw you? And I had a lot of, lot of responses, a lot of people that were like, yeah, sure. Even people that I don't know super well. Um, And I think, I mean, I think people really love it. It's like, Um, I, I've been drawn before, uh, just once or maybe twice. Um, and I, it's Mm -hmm. like, it's a really fun experience to know, like, Hey, somebody sat down and they drew my face. How cool is that? So they all seem to really
1: like it. Yeah. So Kate, you mentioned that you took an art class over the summer, uh, online. Uh, I'm curious, how did that kind of work and how did like things like friends work?
0: Well, the whole thing was online and I didn't know anybody in the class. So it was kind of hard to like uh, make friends exactly. So that didn't really happen. But yeah. it was it was kind of the first thing that I'd done online, um, yeah. which is interesting. Uh, like I had I had done like some other calls and like little things like that. And obviously like calling my friends, but this was the first like class or something that I'd done. So I thought it was really interesting to see how, yeah, no, we're all, we're all really doing this together like there was um there was one girl on the class that actually lives in costa rica and she was like yeah no it's all the same here um but it was actually great because she could take she wouldn't have been able to take this class otherwise if none of this was happening because it would be in person and she wouldn't be able to do that so yeah i thought that was really cool
1: So, Janine and Kate, kind of pivoting now into our main event. Um, both of you are the co-creators of a clothing brand called Ule. I would love to hear kind of how you came to where you are now. Um, I think it's super awesome. And if I'm not mistaken, you kind of started that over the quarantine, right?
3: Yeah, that's right. Um, I, think, I think I was mostly bored and also feeling a little bit inspired because I've always been obsessed with the fashion always I'm always dressing up I'm always dressing too fancy for the event I'm going to and I always <laughs> feel overdressed but um yeah I've always loved fashion um so I thought and it's always been a dream of mine to do to do a fashion clothing brand and actually Kate and I when we were little we tried to start a fashion very little when tra- we tried oh. to start a fashion brand and that um fell through it was called <laughs> over the moon, and it would have been amazing. Um, over the
1: moon. So this has always yep. been something that you've you've always wanted to do.
3: Yes, yeah, and uh, yeah, it's always been a dream, and I think the most surprising part of doing this is that it actually worked. You know, it um mm. like it was like maybe one of like the first moments I can think of where I like made my dreams come true. That I can, I don't know. I I probably had them before, but this it really felt um, like I felt very accomplished afterwards.
0: Well, um, like Janine said, we uh, when we were in like elementary school, very little we had so many different ideas, and I don't think it was just clothing brands. Like we tried to write music too. We always wanted to have like (laughs) some sort of business type thing together. Um, So she, Janine. Uh, called me at one point during the summer during quarantine and all that and she was like hey I have these ideas for a brand and well actually at the very start of quarantine I got out my grandma's sewing machine and I started making masks and that was like my big project for a Mm -hmm. while and I sold some and I like made some for free for my other friends I made a ton for my family I have like four or five that I've made and so I had I just kind of started to teach myself to sew So when Janine called me, uh, at one point during the summer, she's like, "Hey, I know that you've been sewing a little bit and you've been learning how to do that. I have these ideas for a brand. Do you want to like make the stuff and we can do this together?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely. Our elementary school selves would be so proud of us." Um, Yeah. The the sewing part and the making part has all been a lot harder than I expected, but I mean, it's it's been going pretty well so far. The fact that it actually happened means that I'm doing something right with it. So
1: that's so awesome, yeah. And I've I've been seeing your Instagram, and you even have your own models. Uh, it's so cool; like it looks so professional. How do you think your your practice with the arts and uh, the the visual arts specifically have helped you in this uh, in the creation of this business?
0: Hmm. Well. Janine did most of the designing for the clothes and the plans for that, but um, I was able to help with the more like technical and practical stuff of those designs. Uh, We had a lot more plans and ideas and uh, well, a lot of my job was saying, no, this isn't going to work. We're going to have to take it out or change this. Um, But I think my like classes and practice in the visual arts has definitely helped with the visual aspect as well, um, I've been able to contribute with designs and things like that. So that's been fun.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That is like a, a, a team effort. Um, so a question for, for both of you. I'd love to kind of be able to go through the process of actually creating, um, for example, something like a skirt. So could you take me through that kind of from start to finish?
3: Um, well, um, I think it started with... Um, yeah just the idea I honestly what I saw on Instagram was all of these and Kate saw this too these skirts trending and um I thought yeah why not make one they're really cute um and I think um it would go well with the rest of the designs so um yeah I brought my design to Kate and we worked out the practicalities (laughs) and then Mm -hmm. Kate could talk to you about how um how we or how she sewed it all together.
0: Yeah, well I actually I really like making the skirts because what you do is you take a piece of fabric and you fold it in four and then you cut out a quarter of like a circle and then when you open it up it's like this whole giant skirt. It's called the circle skirt, that uh specific process of making it. Um and I think it's really fun because it's like come like it's just a quarter of a circle and then it comes out into this huge circle. Um, it proved to be a lot more difficult than I expected making the waistband uh is a struggle and we spent Janine and I spent hours trying to figure out the logistics of that and how we can make it like stretch but still have this ribbon on it and like right. not be super pleated um but I mean as soon as we figured it out and I was able to make them it's gotten a lot faster and a lot smoother so yeah
1: well, I mean, I don't really know much about clothes. Like that's always been so fascinating to me how like people get well, first they like make the fabric, right? And then they have to like sew it all together and like, get the different designs. Mm-hmm. So, how is is your process kind of just getting the the fabric and like designing it into your own way?
0: Yeah, so all of the all of the things that we make, I have patterns for, but the patterns have been like made and cut out into paper by me. So you just, you use the pattern, you lay it on the fabric, depending on the size you want, and you just cut it out from there. Um, it's the process of making that pattern is very difficult. So the prototypes are always a little bit rough. Um, the clothes that we made for our models for that shoot, those were actually the prototypes. So they have a lot of different like modifications that we had to hide in the photo shoot process um Mm. but the clothes we're actually making to sell are a lot uh they're definitely a lot better they don't have all those hiccups
1: Mm. janine
3: yeah um and then in terms of the fabric um i we spent maybe like two saturdays going through joanne's thinking we could find something there um not wanting to go all the way out to la the fabric district to try and find something and then after being very unsuccessful um i convinced my dad to take me out to la since we live in pasadena um and we went to the fabric district and i think the second shop i walked into i found this perfect material because we were looking for this material that had to be stretchy but thick enough because it was going to be white um and I found it and I was so excited and I FaceTimed her and I said I found the fabric and then we bought a whole bunch of it um and uh yeah we made the model's clothing so that was a very exciting part of our process Mm
1: -hmm. that's cool and you know I have a a follow-up question to what you were saying Kate um so you like were saying like creating a prototype and like modeling things and like creating the you know the the patterns and everything um how do you think that uh, fashion can fit into uh into maybe a curriculum in in stem
0: oh well there's a lot of math involved in that and i've had to uh i Jeanine and i had some work days that we get that we did together so i'd be like figuring out how I was going to make something and i have like you know when you're like doing math in your head and you have a lot of numbers in your head and you're like i can't get distracted because <laughs> i'm going to forget and have to start all over so I would be working on that and she would be like, hey, I have a question about, or like, what do you think this would do? And I'd be like, "No, nope, stop, numbers in my head. I have <laughs> I can't do this right now. Um, so that, uh, the math part has always been difficult, but there definitely is like formulas you can use and like equations that are part of it. Like I had the, uh, I was looking up how to make this part of the skirt and it gave me like a formula based on like, the hit measurement or something. And it was a whole equation. And I was like, wow, I, I would see this in like my math class, you know? Um, so, you know, when, when you're taking a math class and you're like, when would I have to use this in real life? If you are going to become a tailor or a seamstress, you will have to use it in real life. Yeah. That's for sure. yeah.
3: I think we learned, that, we learned that the hard way. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: That's so interesting because so often it's kind of like split apart. It's like you're either a fashion person or a math person. Like you can't really be both. But to hear that you kind of you do need both to to not only start a business and to create clothes, that's 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 so interesting to me. So, where do you plan on going with the with the Ule brand from now?
3: So, we just finished um selling our first a uh, collection or season um and that was like a an, an end of spring you know warmer weather it was like a tank top and a, um, a skirt so definitely meant for warmer weather and we're going to start designing for uh, fall um yeah really excited about that one wrapping up um our first line right now so we'll be getting started um on the next one in about a month
1: What advice would you give for people creating a wanting to start something of their own? Maybe they don't necessarily know what they want to do, but they know that they they have like the resources or the uh, the entrepreneurial spirit. What would you say to them?
3: I would say um, there are several times when I think when you first start, you're very excited um, and you have all these ideas in your head and you're like, yeah, let's do this. Um, And then there's a certain time when it starts to become real and then you start doubting yourself. And that happened to me maybe like three or four times. And I would have to either call Kate to to have her convince me back into it or, um, yeah, just sit there for a while and really think or just, like, go to sleep and wake up and I'd feel better afterwards. But I, I became, like, really stressed out about it and thinking, like, am I really doing this? Like, should I be doing this? um is it going to work out is it just going to be like a waste of money um Mm. so I think you just have to keep having faith in yourself otherwise it will fall through um yeah so don't give up (laughs) it's very cliche but don't give up
0: I would just say it is going to be difficult I think no matter what you do what you're doing if you have an idea for any sort of project or whatever it's the whole time isn't going to be you going, yeah, this is great. This is all working out. Like it's like Janine said, you're going to a lot of times think, why am I doing this? It seems so pointless. It seems like a waste, but you really just, you have to be able to push past that. And it's so much easier said than done, but you have to just be able to go. Yeah. I don't want to do this right now, or I don't think this is going to be worth it right now. But if you have, if you have it in your head that, it will be worth it in the future, then that'll really help you get through anything. I think the time it really became
3: worth it was when we saw the models wearing it and we took the pictures and then we looked back at the pictures and then we posted them to the Instagram page. Then it really became real and it became a success. Um, So I feel like that's the moment it all became worth it when we saw our beautiful models in the clothes. Um, Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Awesome. So, what are some ways that you've been staying uh, kind of motivated, uh, especially during quarantine? I know that it's it, it's a lot more difficult to you know stay motivated, especially when you're not uh, necessarily you just have releasing to say each to yourself,
3: other like I'm sit well, I feel like I will never get this opportunity again being here in quarantine, like so much free time. Um, especially before school started. I mean, there's a lot less free time now, but before school started, there was so much free time. And I'm like, I can't sit here and watch YouTube all day. Um, You know, I might as well do something. Um, And then, yeah, I just, I just, I feel like if you're doing what you like, Mm. it's easier to stay motivated. You know, if it's like schoolwork, it's definitely a lot harder to stay motivated, motivated. But if you think about like, what it'll look like in the end, and you have that image in your mind, and then when you see it happen, the motivation just kicks in, and I don't think, I don't think I've ever lost motivation since, since seeing, the pictures and the models and the clothes.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of it is uh, we use each other, for motivation. You know, uh, I think Janine mentioned earlier that if she was ever feeling like, discouraged or like that that all of this was just going to be a waste, she'd call me. And, like, I would have to kind of get her back into it and go, hey, we have all of this done already. Look how far we've come. Like, it would be a waste if we stopped now, you know. Mm. Um, so I think having having somebody else uh, to rely on, that's another thing. If you're starting, like, a big project, if you're starting a big project and you have, like, these big ideas, uh, it's so easy to, like – get lost in that kind of but if you have somebody else that is with you and they also have big ideas and they also want to do this then you guys kind of keep each other grounded but you also keep each other like in it and working on it and motivated
3: yeah I I agree I think having someone else to do it with you makes it so much easier I don't know I mean I wouldn't be able to do Uh this on my own obviously um (laughs) So, yeah, it's nice to have my bestie by my side. <laughs> yes, it
1: is. It's really interesting how both of you, uh, like the the outlook that you have on on life and like business, it's like, well, time isn't like uh, something that just happened. It's, it's an opportunity that you need to take advantage of and that you need to actually use. Uh, and in addition to that, it's also like we need to, it, it would be a waste. I think that was such a, such an interesting thing that you said, Kate. That it would be a waste if we would stop now. Would you guys be able to demonstrate what those calls uh, sounds like when Janine is like, "No, I don't want to do this anymore," and Kate, you need to be like, "Yes, let's do it."
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it. it I, think, I think it goes something like, you know, I'm not super sure uh, if we should be doing like these many clothes. Um, maybe we stick to one or, um, okay. Yeah. So we're going to need, um, like this really big skirt, but it also has to like fit tight. Um, and the ribbon, it has to be stretchy.
0: I'll say something like the ribbon has to be stretchy. I don't know if that exists.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it's usually something like I have a big idea and, 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 Kate will bring it back down to reality to like, no, that's like physically impossible. Can't
0: have that's kind of how it's been our whole life too. Like she mean always has big ideas. Like, do you remember the time that you tried to build a hot tub off the back of your bedroom? Yes. (laughs) I wanted so
3: me and Kate I was designing my new room and I was so excited. And me and Kate were brainstorming ideas and um we talking about having a hot tub off the back of um, my room, and I think I think Kate went up to my mom and said something like, "What would you think about Janine having a small waiting pool at the back of her room?" <laughs> <laughs> so we definitely always had big ideas, and I think we take turns bringing each other back to reality. But yes, usually it's Kate mm-hmm. bringing it back to reality. <laughs>
1: So kind of to wrap it up, uh both of you are now juniors. What do you think you hope to accomplish your senior year?
0: Well, I hope that we'll be back physically in school by our senior year. That would be really nice.
3: Yeah. Um, I think in terms of goals, um, well, I mean, with Ula, I I I've, I hope that we continue um to not be too busy and be able to do some more lines. Um, and expand a little bit more um, and have this really nice like portfolio of collections Um, but yeah I think outside of ULA I think we just uh, I've noticed that quarantine is actually a good time for extracurriculars surprisingly Mm -hmm. because um, I don't know I, I just feel like again same thing I have all the time. So I'm like, why not fill it up to the max? Um, so I've definitely been doing a lot of extracurriculars. Yeah, I just I just hope to be in as many things as possible doing as many good things as possible and things that I love um, before I go to college.
0: Yeah, I think I would say the same for me.
1: Great. So kind of uh, talking about college, the rest of the, the people that I've interviewed today, uh, they were all seniors uh, talking about like, their thoughts on college. Um, But I feel like our, like even me, like I feel like my thoughts on college are already made. Um, But like you as juniors, who maybe you're still thinking about uh, like your specific path, um, how has quarantine affected your thoughts about college and uh, the different tracks that one could take?
3: Yeah, I think quarantine's given me a lot of time to think Um, especially doing these extracurriculars. Like, what do I love? What do I want to do? Um, And as of right now, you know, it changes probably every day. But as of right now, I can see myself doing um, some sort of double major, maybe um, definitely something like singing and acting. um, And then also um, maybe journalism or something that can get me um, to law school. And yeah, I, I, I really cannot decide if I want to do like, be a lawyer, um, and journalism and politics, or if I want to do acting and singing. Um, Mm -hmm. So they're very different. Um, But I think I like the idea of doing a double major, because it keeps my options open. Um, And I can really just see where that takes me. Um, Yeah. As of right now, I can't decide exactly one thing that I want to do in the future, but I like keeping those options open with the two things that I love.
0: Uh, well, quarantine, I, I it, it has definitely affected how I feel about uh, college and like having a career. I think I still want to go to college, but quarantine has made me consider taking a gap year or at least like studying abroad at some point. Um, but it's also helped me to realize that I, I I can't do the same thing every day, because that's been a lot of what quarantine is, you know, you wake up late, and then I'm, I'm on my phone for a while, and then I like have a meal, and then I, you know, watch a movie or something like that, and it's just, it's been very, like, monotonous, and even when school started, it's the same thing, it's just almost every day, it's like, exactly the same. It's made me realize I can't have that for a career. I wouldn't be able to do that. Um, I'm not sure exactly what that means for me uh, in terms of college and my major, Um, but I guess it's helped me sort of figure out a path a little bit, kind of what I don't want to do.
1: If you could go back to March 13th, the day that quarantine started, what would you tell yourself
0: oh. well, March thirteenth for me it was kind of a kind of a strange day. um I think at the beginning of the day, we all kind of knew what was coming uh um, but after school, uh, once we already knew that we weren't gonna be back for a little bit, I went to the park kind of by my school and uh, just hung out with some friends we like played frisbee and like ran around and talked um and it was raining that day so it kind of had like this like gloomy atmosphere um I think I would go back and tell myself like enjoy this one like this little gathering enjoy this and just like be prepared you really don't know what's coming nobody knows what's coming yeah I think I
3: would say something similar like going out with your friends while you still can um, but also just like make the most of your time when quarantine actually started my grandparents were still still here so um, yeah I would just say like like I think I spent I think when quarantine started I spent a lot of time like on and watching movies and stuff and I would tell myself to like make the most of the time that there was, because like, again, I know I said this like maybe three times already, but like I cannot think of any other time where I'd have like this much time at home and like this much opportunity to do things. And it's always really crazy. Um, I've, I remember saying this to my friend the other day, um, you never realize, or you can never think of something to do when you're not busy. Like I always find with myself, I can always think of something to do when I'm busy. Like, oh, if I wasn't busy, I would be doing this and this and this. And when I'm when I'm not busy, I can't think of anything to do. So, um, yeah, I just think I think I go back to my and tell myself like, make the most of your time, do as much as you can, because you're never gonna get an opportunity like like this again.
1: And so right then and there, I'm gonna take this opportunity to thank both of you for joining me on the podcast today. Uh, it was so interesting to hear about both of your virtual realities and the different ways in which you spent them.
3: Thanks yeah, so much.
0: Thank you so much for having us.
1: Yeah. So, where can we find you?
3: So, um, we have an Instagram um, at the ULA brand. So, T H E O E L E B R A N D. Um, and then you can also email us um, at brand at gmail.com. Um, that's kind of where we're at right now. Um, but yeah, check us out. Um, and probably by the time you hear this, our next line should be about to come out in a couple of weeks. So look out for it.
1: Okay. So thank you all so much for coming on and I hope you have a great rest of your virtual reality.
0: Yeah, you too. Thank you so much.
1: Before we leave, if you enjoyed today's podcast and feel you learned something, Make sure to review us on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out a ton. Also, check out LoginLA.org. That is the central landing site for all things LoginLA. This week specifically, we're highlighting our groups. It doesn't matter what type of community you're in, we have a group for you. You're able to connect to like-minded peers across the county and talk, po- posts up, and even have special guests. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram. There, we've been posting a special segment called Mindful Monday Mornings, every Monday morning. It's been helping me out a ton, and I know it's been helping out a lot more people a ton as well. Our Instagram is loginla.org. And subscribe now. New episodes every week. We hope you'll join us on this journey throughout our virtual reality. Log in, LA, your virtual school community.